You're listening to Beyond the Chart, where we go off the record with Baton Rouge General's medical elite. I'm your host, Brogan Taj. Let's get charting. Welcome back to Beyond the Chart. It's your host, Brogan, and I've got Dr. Gunjan Reina here with me today. She's a big proponent of plant-based eating, so we're going to be talking about all things health, wellness, and plants today. Alrighty, welcome to the podcast, Dr. Reina. How are you today? I'm great, Brogan. Thanks for having me. No problem. So tell me a little bit more about yourself. How did you get into your field of medicine? So I did not want to be a doctor. My father wanted me to be a doctor. All right, yes. So being like the good Indian girl, you either can pick your career to be a physician or an engineer, so I... That's um, funny. My dad wanted me to be an engineer. And here I am in marketing. (laughs) But I'm grateful and thankful that I'm doing this because I absolutely love it. Okay. So that's how I got into medicine. Yeah. How'd you end up in Baton Rouge? Really just because we were looking for a rural area to Mm -hmm. practice in because we're on uh, visas. And when we interviewed, we were like, this is probably the coolest rural area to be in. Oh. I didn't know. Honestly, I didn't. I've lived in Baton Rouge my whole life. I, I didn't know it would be considered like a rural oh, we area. Were, we were just excited. We're like, oh, this is this is called rural. Like, because yeah. the other places that we interviewed at, there was like no stop sign. There was like no Macy's. There was no. Oh, there was wow. nothing. So when we came here, we're like, okay, oh, this it was is like normal. Yeah, it's like a normal yeah. city. Yeah, okay. we awesome. loved it. Yeah. Um. So tell me a little bit more. What does concierge medicine mean? Okay. So concierge medicine. Uh, is basically like old school medicine. Like, you know, back in the day, the doctor would sit down with the patient, talk to them, look at them in the face. There was no computers. There's no uh-huh. typing. <clears throat> you weren't seeing like 30, 40 people a day. There was no mid-levels. Uh-huh. So it's old school medicine where it's just you and the patient. It's all about your relationship. It's personalized healthcare at a higher level. Uh-huh. So instead of a f- typical family doctor that has about like three to 6,000 patients each, you have a panel of just 200 to 600 patients max. So you're only responsible of taking care of 600 patients. Mm-hmm. So then obviously with that ratio, you're providing a higher level of care. You're available for your patients whenever they, they need they need us. They have our text, they have our cell phone number. Mm-hmm. So like they can text us, they can call us. The visits are much longer. We do more in-depth testing that goes out to Cleveland Lab mm-hmm. to look at some biomarkers and inflammatory markers that cause heart disease, heart attacks. Yeah. So it's just... It's, uh, you know, unfortunately, you do have to pay for it. Yeah. But it's great. This is my fifth year doing it, and I absolutely love it. I don't think I could ever go back to traditional primary care. Gotcha, gotcha. You know? Although I do miss seeing a lot of people. Yeah. Because, like, I run yeah, into... Yeah, Yeah, I run into patients, and, like, when I was younger, I was like, oh, I want to save the whole world. Yeah. And then I realized, you know, you got to just bite the bullet and do mm-hmm. what works out for you. And so it's a small little group, but that's, like, my family. It's an extension of yeah. my family. Awesome. So you are a big proponent of plant-based eating. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Like, why is that? Yeah, so about five, six years ago, I went to San Francisco because I wanted to get certified in obesity medicine. Mm -hmm. And at that conference, there were two groups of people. There were the keto people that ate high fat. Mm -hmm. And then there was this other group that was on plant-based diets. And all these people there are physicians, bariatric surgeons, internal medicine, lots of cardiologists. So I ended up becoming friends with the plant-based people and then kind of followed their tune. Uh, Got very close to a bariatric surgeon who helped me out, read a couple of books, and then started incorporating plant-based medicine in my patients and my disease process. So I started treating patients with diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. 
obesity, um, rheumatoid arthritis, aches, mm-hmm. joints, pains with a plant-based diet. Okay. So like break down what exactly is a plant-based diet. So that's a great question. So it's different from being vegan. Okay. Yeah. Cause in right. my head, that seems like yeah. it's the same thing. Right. But. So vegan, you can eat Oreos if you're yeah. vegan, right? So that's mm-hmm. not what we're talking about. We're talking about real food, whole base, plant-based diet and no oil. Okay. Very limited fat. And the only fat that we allow in this diet is fat that is from like an avocado or Brazil nuts, mm-hmm. like very high fat that's good for you, plant-based fat. Gotcha. We eliminate saturated fat. We eliminate things coming out of a package. So basically, I tell my patients, don't eat out of a mm-hmm. like plastic bag. Yeah. So when most of us go shopping, like Trader Joe's or Target, if you think about it, you should be doing that periphery shopping mm-hmm. where you're shopping out for fruits, vegetables, beans, legumes, and grains, and not the middle of the store that has like packaged cereal boxes and quick mm-hmm. meals and... You know, all the, all the garbage that we all buy. Yeah. So it's about just eating real food. So that could be like a really big leap for some people. How do you help yes. them go from eating all these foods in plastic bags right. to like so eating plant-based? I actually do something very interesting. It's called the potato diet. And if you look, okay. Yeah. And if you look back, there's a lot of research on it. A lot of physicians have done it where I get the patient for about 10 days to two weeks to eat nothing but potatoes. You eat from two to 10 pounds of potatoes, white potatoes, sweet potatoes, purple potatoes, Japanese potatoes, whatever potatoes you want. And you can eat up to 10 pounds okay. a day. The only thing is you can't use any oil or butter. You're just using salt, pepper, spices, whatever, you know, dry, uh-huh. dry herbs, Tony's, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And the idea is to, that time, it changes your relationship with food. Okay. Right? So patients now look at food differently because normally you look at food and you're like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm going out for dinner tonight. Yeah. Steak. This is different. You're just eating. You're, to, eating, you're eating to live. Exactly. Perfect. Right? So um, it's a very interesting experiment. Most patients love it. They drop mm-hmm. a lot of weight when they do this. Um, by day four or five, people just look at the food and are like, I'd rather not eat. So they just drink water and go to bed. Mm-hmm. So the other thing patients worry about is like, well, what are you going to be, you know, deficient nutrients and protein? No one's deficient. Like in America, we're obese. Like yeah. we have a lot of obesity, right? Mm-hmm. The potato is actually a perfect food. Like if you look at the nutrition value of potato, it's got carbohydrates, it's got glucose, mm-hmm. it breaks down to energy. There's a lot of vitamins and nutrients on the skin of the potato. So nothing bad's happening. Mm-hmm. There's some patients that do the potato diet almost up to 30 days. Wow. And they lose like 30, 40 pounds. Wow. And they have a lot of energy because they're, they're very satiated. Mm-hmm. Potato's very satiating, right? So you're not starving. Yeah. After that, when you transition them after that, everyone's very grateful to eat food. Yeah. Right? So now the outlook for food is so different. They're like, I can have a grape? I can have an apple? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes, you can have six grapes. So <laughs> at, that's part two of my transition. So that's when I introduce them to the plant-based whole food mm-hmm. diet. And it goes really well. And I don't leave them on that forever. Yeah. After a couple of months, I then incorporate lean protein. Because, you mm-hmm. know, I understand we're living here. We've got families. We have to go out to yeah. eat. So I do um, three-fourths of my plate for my patients will be like vegetable salad without oil. Mm-hmm. And one-fourth will be a lean protein of your choice. My only thing is I ask them not to add any oil or butter or saturated fat to the protein that they're making. Because meat, whatever protein you have, it has oil in it already. Yeah. So, so it's not, you know, a lot of people say, oh, she's that plant-based doctor. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the same thing for everyone, right? I cater yeah. to who, whichever family, socioeconomic status. You know, we have patients that are on food stamps that come to us. I mean, it's so different. So you just cater to the person in front of you. Awesome. Is there any room in a plant-based diet for alcohol? Always. There's always room. (laughs) 
Mm. All right. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, a lot of patients ask me that questions because like I believe in keto and I can't remember the other name, but uh, they don't allow alcohol yeah. and ideal protein, all that. Yeah. Right. So this is kind of like just in moderation. So if you, I prefer um, grapes, wines are okay. Mm -hmm. And then hard liquors like Tito's vodka is made out of potatoes. You know, so, so you could eat that on the potato right? diet. Right? No, I, I didn't say that. Rogan did. <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, there's room for, you know, but most patients tend to, when your relationship with food changes, it also changes your cravings for alcohol and yeah. other substances. Yeah. You know, but I mean, but you mind. still, you know, you still want to be social and, you know, right. have those times. Absolutely. Like, right. Awesome. So what are some of the most dramatic results you've seen from patients on plant-based diets? Uh, well, if you follow me on my Facebook page, not my... It should be on my Dr. Gunjan Raina Facebook page, okay. but it's really on my personal one because I end up using that more. Yeah. We have drastic formations of patients. I mean, at least two or three people on there right now have lost over 100 pounds. Wow. So obesity is a big mm -hmm. one that we do. Um, I had a girl that actually travels from Houston to come see us. She had GI bleeding that no one could figure out. She was at Baylor Medical. Mm -hmm. And I put her on a whole food plants diet. And it completely changed her internal organs. She doesn't bleed anymore, no stomach pain, and she's lost weight. Wow. So, you know, big, big transmo transformations. Most people's, I would say, oh, the other thing I would say is cholesterol. Okay, yeah. I guess you can't see that because I can't post someone's cholesterol numbers yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, for sure. But I see a huge change in cholesterol. Because, you know, when most patients go to the doctors, it's very easy to get stuck on a statin. That's mm -hmm. the medicine that you give yeah. to drop your cholesterol medicine. And it's not that doctors are wrong for doing that. It's the right thing to do. I understand they don't have time to talk to their patients about their diet. Mm -hmm. But the minute you give somebody a pill, they're not going to do a damn thing yeah. about their diet. They're going to get the pill, see the number. They're like, now, yeah, I'm just still going to eat, you know, fried mm -hmm. etouffee, you know. Yeah. So um, this way, when you focus on the diet so much, it it's a big lifestyle change and you incorporate that. And then you, there's still room for that aspirin and the little statin. You can still mm -hmm. piggyback that up. But that's not my first to go. Yeah. Awesome. So, obviously, Baton Rouge, the South, isn't very plant-based friendly when you go to I restaurants. I know, I know. What recommendations do you give to patients when, they're, when they are eating out like so, at a restaurant? Right. So, I always tell people, you're going to love this because it's going to be a cheap date. Because mm -hmm. you're going to eat off the side. The side okay, menu. yeah. So, no matter what restaurant you go to, side menus, that's what it's called, right? The side yeah, menus? The sides, yeah, the sides. The yeah. sides. Um, baked potato, steamed vegetables, a small salad without the dressing. Mm-hmm. No matter where you go, you can always ask the chef to prepare something without oil. Okay. You know, chefs love to be challenged. Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of you asking. Gotcha. So that's easy. So I always tell patients, I'm like, you can still go out and you yeah. can still sip on a glass of wine or whatever you want and be part of the social aspect. Yeah. The other trick I tell most of my patients is, for example, before tailgating, I'll mm -hmm. be like, eat food at home first. Yeah. And then when you go, you're just grazing. Yeah. Right? So then you, you're not in that awkward position or conversation like oh, I'm on this diet, I can't eat this, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It just becomes awkward. So then you're still part of the group, but eat at home, fill your belly, and then you're just grazing at the tailgate or at the party, that social event you're doing. I think that's good advice, even if you aren't on a plant-based right. diet. Right, you're right, exactly, yeah. no matter what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's kind of switch gears. Yeah. Um, how do you teach your younger patients or even your own girls oh, yes. how to have a healthy relationship with food? I know that's a big topic. Like yeah. these days, like no, teaching so that's kids. great. So, you know, the, the truth is, you know, back in the day, mom would stay home and daddy would go to work. So, mm -hmm. when kids came home, mom would have this like nice snack and this and that. Times have changed for sure. Pa parents are both working. So, because of the lack of time, we're all in the same thing. Like, you give your kid goldfish in the carpool, 
They come home, you're just mm-hmm. giving them a cookie while you're like scrambling for dinner. So little tricks that I tell patients is, you know, just go out to the grocery store. I mean, I go to Albertson on Sundays and I'll get that huge salad platter. Mm-hmm. It's like $10, $14. Mm-hmm. And it's got the ranch sauce in the middle. Mm-hmm. I'll replace the ranch with hummus. Hummus, okay. And then when I when my kids get home from school, I just leave that on the kitchen counter. So when it's already cut up, it's in front of them. Mm-hmm. They're going to snack on that and then they don't end up going to the pantry. So you just have to be mindful about small tricks like that to mm-hmm. incorporate in your life. And then I end up buying a lot of cut up fruit. I know it's more expensive. Yeah. But honestly, I work, my husband works, yeah. we're busy. When we buy fruit that's not cut up, it sits in the fridge and then you throw it out and you feel guilty. Yeah. So this way, spend a, the extra dollar, <laughs> buy cut up fruit, have it laying on the table when you get back from home, get back from work, and your kids will enjoy it. You know, and then I get my kids involved in cooking a lot. Okay. I So I have two girls, so they were very artsy in the beginning. Yeah. And they would make all these projects that were cute and that would just end up throwing them in the trash and it would make them, you know, yeah. it makes a big fat mess in the kitchen. So I was like, wait. They want to be creative. Let me get them into cooking. Mm -hmm. So both my girls love cooking. We've explored a lot of plant-based recipes. Mm -hmm. And then this way, they feel very, there's a lot of satisfaction when they cook. Mm -hmm. And then they present it to us. They clean up. And then they eat the plant-based meal that they've just made for the whole family. Awesome. So I think you have to involve your kids and trick them. Mm -hmm. Letting them be in control. Be like, okay, what do you want to make? Here's this website. You pick the dishes. You cook for the whole family. So those are some tips that I, you know, could share that I do with my own kids. Awesome. All right. So I usually like to ask my uh, guests some like rapid fire questions at the end. These are a little more fun or whatever. You ready? Yep. So what's your favorite alcoholic beverage? Uh, Tito's. Tito's? Yes. Straight up Tito's? Tito's, lime, and La Croix or Perrier. Awesome. Very low calorie. Yes. That sounds good to me. Um, What's at the top of your Christmas list this year? Um, A Lululemon jacket. (laughs) All right. Um, what's your biggest personal health concern? Working out more. I need to work on building more muscle. More muscle. Mm -hmm. How often do you work out now? So right now I work out Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start boxing on Fridays and Sundays and then running on Wednesdays. So that's my plan. That's the goal. That's the goal. It's ironic that you're asking this because I just told my husband this goal this morning and he looked at me saying... Can't wait to see that. It's hard with working to get all of that in, especially with kids and stuff. What's one food you think people should eat every day that would benefit their health? Spinach. Spinach, spinach, collard greens, kales. I love greens. Greens are like potent with antioxidants, vitamin C. You will not get sick. No cough and colds if you're eating a ton of greens. Awesome. That is, I, I didn't know that. I don't yeah. think I've ever, anybody's ever told me that. I do eat a lot, a good bit of spinach and stuff. So it's good to know. What's the best Indian food in town? Indian food in town. Interesting. I'd have to say bay leaf. Bay leaf? Yeah. I'd I've heard that before. Yep. Yeah. Um, what's it like to work in the same organization with your husband? Love it. I love it because we get compared all the time. We're two very different people. Mm-hmm. What does he, he practice? So he's an internal medicine doctor. Mm-hmm. His name is Dr. Toddy. We share, we don't share the same last names. Mm-hmm. So funny story. When I first moved here, we were a year apart in residency. Mm-hmm. So he started working at the general first. And then I came a year later and my last name's Rhina. So when I started seeing patients in out, outpatient medicine at Bad Rouge Family, people would be like, wait, are you related to Hottie Toddy? And I was like, <laughs> oh, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> so it was a very uplifting and no, I'm not jealous. All right. Feeling, but it was, that's a fun, that's a fun It's a fun nick- story, right? Fun nickname. Yeah. But his little nickname at the hospital is Hottie Toddy. That's all right. Yeah. But I love working in the same organizations. Like really 
we have no family here. So when we moved here 12 mm-hmm. years ago, we had no reason to really stay here. We had to kind of work here for three years and we were allowed to leave. But Baton Rouge has been so awesome. Like our patients are awesome. That BRG has been so great to us that it's now home. Like we're not leaving ever. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Glad to have you here yeah. as a person who's lived in Baton Rouge my whole life. Yeah. Um, what's, what is your favorite go-to like family-friendly weeknight meal? Family-friendly weeknight meal. That you just like a, a staple in your household. Um, So we'll definitely always do like taco bowls once a mm-hmm. week because it's super easy. Yeah. You like cut get the beans out of the can. There's chopped tomatoes, cilantro, corn, uh, rice. And if we do protein at, at all, we'll do a little bit of shrimp or chicken, but mostly we're plant-based at home. Yeah. So we're good. I mean, just a bunch a bunch of vegetables and in little bowls and it's cleanup is easy too. And I get the girls to do it. Yeah. Awesome. That makes me feel because we have that in my house yeah. about once a week. Yep. Perfect. Um, what advice would you give someone who's just starting med school? It's going to be hard mm-hmm. and you just have to be patient and you can't look at everyone else your age working. Cause I remember like my friends at that age were already, they'd done their careers or mm-hmm. out there working uh, the journey's a little longer, mm-hmm. but stay on course, be patient, and it's so worth it because, you know, I just feel so blessed that I, I get paid to do what I do because mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. You know, it really feels, as cliche as it sounds, I don't feel like I work ever. Awesome. Yeah. So is there anything else you want our audience to know? Uh, no. I mean, check us out. Come see our practice or you can email us or, you know, be more open to plant-based medicine. Don't think it's this crazy thing where you can't eat meat and you're going to have protein, energy, malnutrition. Mm-hmm. No one in America has any lack of protein. So that's one misconception that patients have is like, how are you getting your protein? Yeah. I'm like, we're very well fed. We're very yeah. well nourished. No one was admitted in the hospital with protein malnutrition got it yeah that'd be something i'd like to share with the people awesome well thank you so much for being here awesome thank you this is easy yeah thanks for going beyond the chart follow baton rouge general on facebook twitter and instagram for behind the scenes upcoming episodes and more feel free to subscribe and leave a review